Are you serious? Do you know the way out? Come on! Kanan? Seems like the best idea we've got. Let's go. This is good. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. How have you people stayed alive so long? You've never heard of the Millennium Fall? <laughs> Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run less than 12 farms. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today, it's just us. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, so we don't have a special guest this week or anything, but doesn't mean that episode is going to be any less more awesome, um, because we've got a lot of awesome stuff to talk about, actually. Um, so we're continuing our Rebels review uh, with the final season of Star Wars Rebel with these Re- Star Wars Rebels, uh, with the two most latest episodes. Uh, can most latest. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love my my wording. <laughs> uh, Kindred and Crawler Commanders. I keep hearing people say calling it Commanders, but it's not Commanders. But anyways, <laughs> but uh, Crawler Commanders. Um, and so yeah, so fair warning. Which I mean, multiple episodes I haven't given you warning. Um, yeah, spoilers <laughs> abound. <laughs> if you haven't known by now, spoilers abound. Um, but we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. A lot of fun stuff happened, especially in Kindred. Um, do you want to kind of give your first impressions before I like completely fanboy, fanboy out over here? Okay. So the whole time during Kindred, at least, I was going... <gasps> <gasps> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then I was just... And then um, during the second one, I, I was just like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I definitely like, love Kindred more. And then, yeah. So I guess this this week I I gave you more a literal first impression <laughs> than a verbal one. <laughs> you couldn't be here, so we wanted to give you our reactions. <laughs> definitely, um, I, I definitely enjoyed Kindred a lot more than. The crawler commandeers. I mean, the crawler commandeers was it was cool. Um, it was. I, I think when you and I were talking about it earlier, it was more actiony, as what we kind of arrived at. Um, but I don't know. Like, I mean, in I guess us being kind of a story podcast, like Kendrick right. really spoke to spoke to our hearts, <laughs> uh, especially mine. Like the whole time, I was I was freaking out um, because at one point I was holding my wife's hand. And uh, it came around to uh, some of the moments and everything. And I, I guess I squeezed her hand. I didn't realize it. And she was like, baby, you're, you're squeezing me. You're squeezing my hand. <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I was like on the edge of my seat. So excited about this. Um, but yeah, so you want to go ahead and dive into the episodes? Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So the first episode, Kindred. My favorite. Yes. <laughs> I, I would dare say almost my favorite Rebels episode. Ever. I wouldn't say ever. Almost. Almost ever. Because, I mean, you always have Twilight of the Apprentice. So there's that one. It comes real close, but it does come very, very close. Um, for numerous reasons, but starting out with the episode, um, we get Kanan and Hera together, and everything, is, or they're hinting at everything having to revolve around Ezra. Where it's more so Kanan, and Hera's like, yeah, so what? We keep coming back here. Not a big deal. And he's like, no, there's something else with this. 
Um, See, I got yeah. I got less that it is about Ezra and it's more about Lethal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, I guess the reason why I feel that way is because, I mean, I've heard that this is supposed to be Ezra's saga. Right. Like, even though we have other characters that come out front every once in a while, it's all about Ezra and Ezra's home of Lothal. And so with them constantly coming back to Lothal, I wonder if Kanan is kind of feeling the end. I don't know. Because there were quite a few moments where, uh, especially in the Crawler Commandeers, where I was like, he's about to bite it. That's it. Yeah. This is it. This is the time. Um, all those catwalks and platforms. Yes. We know those are great in Star Wars. Yes. Always, <laughs> um, always yeah. a winner when you go out on mm. a catwalk. Right. That's when uh, Han Solo and Kylo Ren bonded, right? Yeah. Starkiller Base. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Han, or I'm sorry, not Han, Luke. A lot of father-son father bonding. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I'm wondering, like, what what's centering there? Like, I'm wondering if maybe this is more something to do with the Death Star, because obviously that's what we're building towards in a lot of ways, this whole something sinister and all this other kind of stuff. Um, so I wonder what is happening on Lothal to maybe push towards that. I don't know. I don't know if maybe that's what they're hinting at or if there's something really awful about to happen with Ezra. I mean, so, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I watched it differently, so I didn't, okay. I didn't yeah. see that. You're good. Well, no, so, uh, well, I mean, you had said that you'd felt like it was more centered around the fall, like. Right, yeah, I just okay. thought, you know, well, we just keep coming back to the fall. Mm-hmm. And, um, to me, it was more centered around them because, he was like, I decided to stay here. Mm-hmm. I you mean, <laughs> yeah. And she's okay. like, oh, okay. You know, and <laughs> I thought that that was kind of neat because, you know, they don't get dates very often. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's as date as it gets. <laughs> right. Well, and, and so I guess... I mean, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room here. Um, So we finally got the kiss. We did. Kamara is finally confirmed, which, I mean, I don't feel like there was ever a doubt that it wasn't a thing. Well, no. But, yeah. Um, But, I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, I I don't know. I've never been one for, like, the romance on screen and, like, freaking out when somebody gets it. But that, that, that was, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm usually not that, you know, yeah. kiss cheerleader, but right. um But that one like you just kind of had to cheer for it. Like yeah. it was just like finally they get a moment. But, but <laughs> to me, honestly, when he grabbed her hand, that was just as satisfying. I got you. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know. Like I just But wanted... that was him to her. Yeah. Her right. to him is different. Mhm. See, it's not it's not like a kiss that really did it it was that she finally let go and opened herself up a little bit right well and i liked that in all of that he was challenging her um because it wasn't a i'm asking you this question and then backing down because i mean he kind of did the same thing and uh, i think it was the occupation uh where they were in the alley he was like i mean we haven't really gotten a whole lot of time together kind of hinting at hey what when, when's it gonna be for us and kind of and stuff like that um, but this time, I mean, he was coming aggressive with it. Yeah. Like, hey, so what's life after this rebellion for you? 
what's that look like? And she's just like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And I mean, like, it, it was almost like he was refocusing her the way that you and I wanted to refocus her the entire last season. Right. <laughs> Where he was like, look, I, I get that the rebellion's your thing. What's life after that look like? What, what, what's going on here and everything? But it always, it always breaks my heart when characters start talking about life after anything. Because that normally means that they are not part of that life. And so this whole these whole two episodes, I was I was sure that he was gone. Thank God he yeah. wasn't. But at the same I, time I, I felt bad, like because I kept thinking he was goner. Goner. Oh goner, yeah. Goner. Um but I was glad that he's not yet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. definitely. Yet. <laughs> I still think it's coming because there's too much in that. Because I guess, I don't know, I guess I maybe saw the, the kiss as more of a, a loose end to tie it between their characters. Right. Um, and so that, I guess that's why that was so satisfying that it finally happened, which, of course, it couldn't happen without Filoni teasing us one more time for it. <laughs> and then turns around and actually, actually is like, okay, here you go, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Funny. Oh, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I'm... I'm really worried about Kanan at this point. I'm so scared for Kanan. I would <laughs> like, be. Like, we just put him in a glass box. And I just, would be. A glass box? Well, I don't know about a glass box. Poke holes in it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just keep him there, man. <laughs> Could be a bubble boy. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then that, um, I, I don't know what, series of events that where that was it but i know we got our Hera hyper jump did you want to talk about that yes i loved that she just decided to go through the hangar <laughs> <laughs> right i can't figure out how to do this so yep <laughs> well and i love the officer's reaction too where he's like sir she'll never make it out of there she's going into one of the construction fears we'll have her now and then all of a sudden she just blows through it he's like sir she got away She got away. <laughs> <laughs> but we seem to have lost her and it's just like really <laughs> but no that was a cool looking scene though that was it was so awesome i think it was in the initial trailer too um or at least part of it maybe i don't know i can't remember for sure um but yeah no that was definitely an awesome awesome part <laughs> but i mean it just goes to show that i mean hero's flying ability i mean that's what's the coolest part about it because i mean like yeah we got space mom finally space mom space dad space family um but i mean at her heart she's a pilot um a combat pilot nonetheless <laughs> so i mean that was cool seeing her flying that way what do you think i thought she was really good and um she had to get out of there because mm-hmm. I mean the little thing, the core thing. What is mm-hmm. it called? The core thing. Yeah, that they she had to get back to the rebellion. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it. I, th- I don't think it was the hyperspace core. I don't know. I don't but it was know. like the flight recorder thing. Yeah, the I can't remember exactly what it was called. Or something yeah. of that nature. Yeah, it had all the schematics to the uh, Tie Defender Elite. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so I was just like, you know, she had to get that back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, and there's a part of her that's like, I could show off just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have her do the uh, try spinning. That's a cool trick. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'll try spinning. Like she's 
I think she's way past that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I love I love Hera's flying mix. It's always like, like, even though there doesn't seem like there is a actual way out, she's like, I'm not taking no for an answer. Nobody's blocking me in for anything. Right. Like, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're get getting out, out of here. here. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> so that was really cool seeing her flying and everything. Um, but something else happened on Lothal um, in the wake of the uh, Tide Defender Elite crash landing and everything. Um, two characters uh, that you love are kind of got a little qu- squabble going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Price and Thrawn. I love mm-hmm. Thrawn. And. I love to hate Price. <laughs> I feel like that's the most accurate description of her character. <laughs> like, you just love to hate her. So, um, yeah, and then Price is doing her, well, we'll have them soon, you know, mm-hmm. the thing she's always done, and it's always worked for her. And then Thrawn's like, look, we need to talk. Step into my office, please. Yep. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And I thought it was so funny because the look Mm -hmm. on her face, and he's just like, yeah, this is happening. Oh, definitely. (laughs) And and it's been such a long time coming because, I mean, so Thrawn was the first novel that you and I read for the book club, uh, first canon novel I ever read. Um, and I mean, that tension has been building. Cause I mean, even though they didn't really make a huge deal of it, or I didn't feel like they did in these episodes. Um, I mean, that's been building for quite it some is, time. It's still building, yeah. you know, when she price decided not to put down the shield before mm-hmm. she blew up the whole Island, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thrawn knew that she did that, and he, there's nothing he could do about it. So he's been mm-hmm. biding his time, and he didn't even like it when he she did it. But, you know, mm-hmm. what was he going to do? Really? Right. Well, I mean, and she was the one threatening him in the book, too, right. about that. Like, what are you going to do about it? What You're tied you to this. And, yeah. yeah. And so she it was kind of like she was the big dog on top at the moment, but the tables have turned right. <laughs> greatly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see how that plays out. Cause I'd actually, I'd read something earlier and I don't know if it's official confirmation or whatnot. So I guess we'll just call it speculation, but I'd read somebody had posted that Filoni had actually confirmed that Thrawn survives rebels. I, so, I guess I could, I guess I assume the second book mm-hmm. confirmed it. Well, that's the thing is we don't know where the second book really falls. So we he turn, he's supposed to team up with Vader, um, but we don't know like where in what timeline. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I guess that would make sense, um, but I don't know. I guess I didn't see that as confirmation personally. Not confirmation, yeah. but like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I guess I was the only one that didn't. No, <laughs> didn't no, <mention. laughs> I just. But yeah, no, you're fine. I'm um, probably the one that's like. Totally way off base. <laughs> well, no, apparently it's a thing, and so is hot cows. So, yeah. so what are you gonna well, do? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean, that's interesting to, to think that the uh, the villain Big Bad, um, who lasted last season, is going to actually outlive 
the series itself. And so I'm wondering where that's going to go and what's going to happen there. I just want a live action Thrawn. I think that would be awesome. Like, how crazy would it be to have like Benedict Cumberbatch to be Thrawn on screen? Like, that would be insane. That would be pretty <laughs> insane. Oh, yeah. I would absolutely love that. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about on on their couple's feud? <laughs> oh, no, but, okay. you know, it's like Thrawn brings in Rook, and he's, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, Rook. <laughs> Rook, yeah. <laughs> I can't, you know. Yeah. But, uh. He's the only one that says it that way, too. Rook. <laughs> Everybody else is like, Rook, Rook. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he brings in uh, Rook, and so that's our introduction to Rook, Warwick Davis as Rook. Oh my gosh, it was so so cool. <laughs> it was so creepy too, because like it was just because uh, I, I watched off the yeah. thing, and he was like, "I spell a sign," and he's like, "It's yeah. over there." He's not alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, can you and the way he runs is just like, Ugh, yeah. I hate it. Can you imagine somebody just all of a sudden just taking off on four legs, running after you? Right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can have it, man. Whatever. Uh, I'm whatever good. you want. You need to take it. <laughs> um, but you yeah, no, Rook was. Ugh. Yeah, it was. He was creepy as everything. Because, like, it, it creeped me out, I think, mostly because, like, he's he seems like he's just a skeleton with skin wrapped around him. Like, I mean, he's got some muscle definition to him, but for the most part, that's all he is. Like, yeah. the, it kind of gave me the impression that his skin's almost translucent in, in a way. But, like, I don't know. It was just kind of, Like, it gave me the creeps. Um, Warwick Davis played him awesome. Like, I love it. That was so cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So I was watching the Rebels Recon uh, from the Star Wars show after this, and uh, they were talking about Rook and Warwick Davis and everything and how it was really cool seeing Warwick Davis uh, do the voice acting for him, um, but also how, like, Rook came from the Legends universe. Um, he was actually introduced in the same novel as Thrawn uh, for Heir to the Empire. Um, but, like, they were talking about how, like, in the Legends universe... Because, I mean, the thing with smell was his whole thing in these episodes. Apparently, his sense of smell and, like, his species sense of smell is so great that they could actually smell your lineage. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you're related to so-and-so or something. I don't know. But it was just kind of like, what in the world? Um, but apparently, there's been different iterations of him and everything where he's been, like, a hulking creature um, all the way down to something really small and timid and everything. Um, now he's a and galloping so, like yeah now he's a galloping creep yeah. um, <laughs> but i mean like he's really cool like i really hope that he's not a one-off of anything um because i mean obviously there's they're still on lothal so i mean rook naturally would still be on there as well i don't feel like he's gonna be like well lost the target see you later guys <laughs> well no he yeah. was uh there and they lost the target mm -hmm. as i'm sure because they went to the other side of the hemisphere. The hemisphere. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's like, he's like, let me go after them. 
Mm-hmm. I've obviously got a better track record than you do, and I've been here less <laughs> than a day. Right. And she's like, no, I'm just going <laughs> to bomb it. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I can could, I could totally get him. Because, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like he could have. Like, he, he could have tracked him into those caves. He could have tracked him way better crazy. and faster than she could have done anything. No. And she's and just like, turn him in dust. Turn, <laughs> yeah, let's just, yeah, let's just destroy a whole bunch of mountains. That's way more practical. Right. <laughs> Quicker, too. Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> but, yeah, no. I, I think Price is kind of losing it a little. Yeah, I think she's, she's grasping at power. Yeah, she's now. gone power hungry she's oh for sure well, she's always been power hungry but yeah. she's just i, I like, think she sees it getting away from her though is what is what i'm thinking yeah it's, it's like to slip away because now she doesn't have anything to stand on thrawn is more powerful than her and she is the governor of a planet that is falling apart due to rebel activity right so i mean she's the one that's supposed to keep that under control and she's not so she's not not much longer. She's not going to have a leg to stand on, and Thrawn's going to be like, "Well, you know what? I have somebody who's capable." And well, you're it not. is Star Wars. She might literally mm-hmm. not have a leg to stand on. <laughs> I feel like you were waiting on that the whole time. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. She's enjoying Saw and the <laughs> the one leg wonders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um so yeah so but i mean like i really liked all that that the whole speeder bike showdown between them i thought that was really cool um i, I didn't understand like how it was uh, how they were able to just like ignore that there was a tracker like i get maybe they didn't see it happen but you've got to understand that i mean this thing just sniffed you in armor couldn't tell who you were and just was like oh yeah you're totally not a stormtrooper you're the person i'm looking for and yeah. you're going to think that he's not going to have a tracking a, device? A tracking device. Yeah. So, Seth, my 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 yeah. 11-year-old, whenever mm-hmm. Rook was going, he's like, no, that character can't die. <laughs> and, and then I was, he, he went over and he was like, maybe, 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 no, yes. <laughs> So he was cheering for Rook. <laughs> oh yeah, and he was doing That's the awesome. whole, you know, like yeah. Because I mean, he knew the rebels were gonna make it, but he really yeah. liked Rook. He, he oh just, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool, especially when uh, Rook went all uh, BMX professional <laughs> biker over there. Uh, he was like, "Oh, all you idiots are running into it. I'm gonna go over it, so you can right. have your fun down here." <laughs> But yeah, but I, I feel like, uh, I mean, and going back toward uh, when we were talking in the last couple episodes about the Stormtrooper deaths, like, it's getting, it's coming out to the forefront, because, like, I cringed when that happened, when that one got hit by the rock that blew up. I'm like, telling you, you it know it hit to me every time, <laughs> because, you know, every time it's like, yep, that one went down a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one went down like the the high wall. That one went down a chasm. <laughs> well, it's just more jarring to me because, like, I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff like you see in like live action, like or an entire oh, interdictor gets shows, blown yeah. up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how many of them are there on there? I mean, <laughs> um, 
But I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like the show's ever like put that to the forefront. And seeing that one just get smashed like that, I was just like, "Oh, all right, well, we did that, so that's that's cool." That happened. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dang!" But I mean, like, I almost kind of feel like because it's the final season, and I mean, they're ending towards the huge rebel assault, which is our next couple episodes. Um, I feel like Filoni's kind of putting the the ugliness of war a little bit more to the front. So the Loth Wolves—that's the next thing we need to talk about, and in this episode. So our loaf wolves are back. Loaf wolves. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> and I, you told me that you thought of me when <laughs> you heard this. Um, Kristen even looked at me and was like, you say that all the time. Um, when they look back and they were like, Oh, let's follow the wolf, loaf wolves. And Zeb's like, when it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. Yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Weird Star Wars is great Star Wars. Weird Star it. Wars is great Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought of you. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. Wolves just kind mm-hmm. of walking around, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. It was so oh, great. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I love how the whole time Ryder is throwing sass at him like are you kidding me we're not following them or what are you doing <laughs> like is this how you, how have you guys survived this long <laughs> but i love that whole sequence with that and everything um but i did want to a- ask what you thought too so we had three wolves this time instead of the one um one white and two black and it reminded me of uh the certain trio we had in Clone Wars in our Mortis arc. Right. The father, the son, and the daughter. I want to know what you thought of that. See, I don't... I don't know. I didn't Mm -hmm. see that. I saw that there were these four sensitive wolves that had hyperspace capabilities Mm -hmm. within the planet of Lethal. Which is insane. Which is insane. (laughs) And they are a species. Mm-hmm. A hyperspace species, no season. <laughs> Something crazy with it. But no. Well, and, and I think, in all honesty, like, I didn't have anything beyond that there's three of them and they're four sensitive. Right. I don't know. Um, I, just, yeah. I, didn't, I just didn't get that, but I can mm-hmm. see how that would... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, and, and I don't think that it is them. I, I like the, sim- the, the symbolism right. of it. Um, and so, because, I mean, we've always got this trinity of some kind of power. Um, and then you have these three wolves. And these three wolves are the ones that lead them out. I mean, really, in all honesty, one wolf could have done done it justice. So why three? And so, I don't know. Like, I like, I like thinking too much <laughs> about stuff like that. <laughs> like, thinking way too deep into it. But, like, as soon as I saw the three and then you had the white one that's sitting here all regal and everything like it it reminded me of the father how he carried himself and how he was and everything Um, on the other side of the hemisphere there were the two wolves that were standing outside guarding the door were those not the same two that came with them they were white I thought oh were they oh okay see I I missed that I might I might have missed that they were dark (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I'll have to go look I'll have to look back at that then um, but no, so I love the whole hyperspace scene. Like, what in the wow, world? That, that was, was so, so trippy. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, 
it was just awesome, especially like how they were doing it because it didn't make it seem like it was going really fast or anything. It was like they were walking on water in space. Right. Like just that whole scene was just beautiful. It was so cool. Like, I mean, when I was watching it for the first time, I was literally on the edge of my seat with just my jaw just dropped. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> well, I loved that they showed you that if you're warping something, it, it's not how fast you're going, really. It's just right. kind of the path <laughs> that of... you take to get there. Hey. <laughs> how many parsecs do you think they went? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so I'm... I'm the, this time we had the wolf interact with uh, Kanan more so because they were talking about, like even Ezra was like Kanan it wants you right and he's and at it, you. yeah he's looking at you and he's like I know because <laughs> <laughs> I mean I could imagine you could kind of feel the stare of that hulking creature in front of you blind or not it's just like uh, yeah I feel like it I, I yeah. feel like he's gonna make me a snack probably so <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I thought it was really cool, though, that it still says Doom right in front of Kanan. And he's like, well, what does he mean? And I mean, obviously, that's what we thought last right. time, for sure. Like, I didn't think it was D-O-O-M, but I mean, that's what we had thought last time, that it was his name. Right. They confirmed it this time. Um, and I thought it was cool to hear Kanan admit it, because that's not a name he's gone by in years ever. and years. Yeah. Right. I mean, not yeah. ever, but like... yeah. Ever in a very long, long time, time. <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, I mean, even since before he met uh, Hera, right? So, so yeah. So, I mean, that was cool having him bring that back up. But I'm wondering why. Like, that's my thing. So, because even though he's he seems to think that everything's centered around Ezra and Lothal, things seem to be centering around him at the moment, which scares the fire out of me. <laughs> because, Lothal. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. him yeah. being, you know, but yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see that. And I kind of felt, I kind of got the feeling, though, that they used his name as a double meaning this time. I think we may have gotten D-O-O-M this time instead of just Doom because he called him, he called out Doom. And then that's when he admitted his name to, to Ezra. And then they were talking about what it wants and all that kind of stuff and how it's uh, deeply connected to the force. Like it has a purpose. It's like honed in on it and everything. And then as it's leaving, it says doom again, almost like it was answering. This is my purpose. And so I don't know if it's his purpose to do something with Kanan. Um, I kind of got the idea that that was them. That that was the wolf warning them at that point. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. Cause it seemed, I don't know. It seemed I mean, he probably didn't say it any different. Again, I look for things where there are no things. <laughs> uh, he probably didn't say it any different. But at the same time, like it, ma- it made it feel more dark to me. Because, okay, now we know who Doom is, and we've admitted it. And now we're talking about, well, it's a honed... Basically, the Force is honed in a certain way to it, um, and it's here for a purpose. And then it, re- it, it says again, Doom. And right. so it's just kind of like, okay... So I don't know. That's what I kind of found out. Of, what I, I cool. felt about it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. So did you have anything else you wanted to talk about in Kindred? Not that I can think of. Are the wolves at all in the second one? 
No, not at all. Okay, so other than, other than them getting to the southern hemisphere out of nowhere, when <laughs> um, yeah, Canaan is up to the wolf. You know, why did he bring mm -hmm. us here? And he put his hand, whatever. Anyway, mm -hmm. I was like, please be Depopola, please be Depopola, right? Please. Be <laughs> I was wanting him to realize something like that. That would be so awesome. I wanted him to just for you. I was like, I was like, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is like I don't think that the wolf is literally Depopolava, oh, but no. at the same time, but like, but like that that force energy because it, it resides in all living things, and so who's to say that a Jedi, his master, has gone to be part of the force? Who's to right. say that she can't come to help? him on his journey or something like that even exactly. if, even if the wolf's not like hey my name's Depopolava <laughs> I, I don't think it'll say more than that because right now all we've gotten out of it is two words sleep and doom so um so I don't think it's very fluent <laughs> in basic but at the same time <laughs> but I think that I, I just think that would be really cool just like a little extra something because we never hear about his master in Rebels um Every once in a while, he talks about his master, and all he says is "my master" or "my old master" or something like that. But you never, you never hear her name, and so to have her name come into that, I think would be, I think it would be awesome. Yeah, I, I think the only time they mention her name is the Inquisitor mentions it. I think is yes. the only thing, only mm -hmm. time. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited about the Loaf Wolves. That's, that's my favorite thing right now. That's what I'm like honing in on. So if I have these crazy theories online, guys, and you see me posting on Instagram with some really silly stuff, that's probably what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dissecting the Loth Wolves in some way. So. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So next up, we have Crawler Commandeers. It's so hard to say. Like, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So our team is on the southern half of the hemisphere now. Yes. And we're seeing what they're using to light up the surface where that fire that we saw um, in an earlier episode, finding out what actually is going on with that. Um, what did you think of this episode? I was not bored because, I mean, there were things to do and, mm -hmm. you know, developments and things. But I am less action-centric and more mm -hmm. story-centric. So... This one didn't quite appeal to me as mm -hmm. as much. Um, I liked that, uh, you know, the, when Ezra in the furnace thing happened. But we'll get to that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But oh, like, definitely. The rest was just kind of like cheesy res cheesy rebels, you know, deepen mm -hmm. the empire and. Right. That's it felt like a lot of season 1 to me. Yeah. Like what it they would have done in the beginning. Right. And I didn't I don't know. I didn't feel like a lot of closing off of loose mm -hmm. ends or anything. It just seemed like a bunch of, you know, like do 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 do. Right. Um, I got that feeling too, because I mean, I feel like this episode should have actually been the first one. Like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I get that uh, it couldn't have been in the well, timeline yeah. of it, but at the same time, like that, it feels like it should have been the opener. 
Like, okay, here's the cutesy, cheesy rebels and the fun that they have, and they rescue people and they do their thing. And then here's the big, dark, deep story. Right. Um, it felt like it was a little reverse because I'm with you. I wasn't bored. Like it was, right. it was still a fun rebels episode. Right. At the same time, though, it was kind of like its own thing. It was like, okay, so we've learned all these things. We escaped to the southern hemisphere somehow by the way of the force or something. Well, um, it's and, a hyperspace. Yeah. Well, a hyperspace through the planet. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so we found a uh, a shortcut wormhole, or something or another. Exactly. <laughs> Makes perfect uh, sense. Right. I mean, definitely. If you don't think about it too hard. No. She's... <laughs> um, but I mean, like, so so the big takeaways that I felt with the crawler commandeers, though, is first off, the rebel inaction strikes again with them sitting on their hands and not wanting to do anything again. I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me! I thought we resolved this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't resolve the the rebels in action. We resolved Harris. That's true. That's true. Because at one point, I felt like she was on the side of Mon Mothma of, oh, we can't do this yet. We can't do this right. yet. And she was kind of just following. But now that it was directed at her, she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this isn't happening. This is not what we're going to do. Right. So yeah, but I like seeing her go toe to toe with uh, the Council of the Rebellion. That was awesome. E- yeah. Even so far as to Bail Organa going, this is a closed meeting. Like, yeah, like she cares. She totally put that <laughs> put Bail Organa in his place, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Re- she definitely cares that you're in a uh, formal meeting. Um, after you just told her, no, we're not going to do anything for you, even though that planet's burning to the ground. Right. <laughs> absolutely stand by no i'm glad that this hair is back um the one that has that fire um and and then finally she's like low look here here's what we're gonna do this is what's gonna happen we're going to mount an assault and you're gonna like it it's just gonna happen um and so i really really liked that out of her um i'm i'm really digging the fire in this season i am too i am too Mm -hmm. definitely um and we were actually talking at one point uh, earlier today about the TIE Defenders, about how in uh, one of the earlier episodes, I think it was in The Name of the Rebellion, mm-hmm. um, with Saw, how the ghost crew just took them out. Yeah, and I, I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. they're making so they such a big out. deal out of this ship. Right. And it's... Well, and see, I'm wondering if this new ship is a new prototype. Because so, they, they made be. a dimension to say Defender Elite, for this one right and before because, that i feel like we'd only ever heard tie defender okay because yeah i mean she got rid of three of them right <laughs> just take them in some fog you're gonna be okay <laughs> they don't do well in in, in low vis- low visual <laughs> low <areas>. visibility <laughs> um so yeah so i'm wondering if this is like the upgrade to those three that blew up kind of thing right uh, they're like oh hey we got duped by some fog let's uh let's, <laughs> let's kick make this up that. a notch yeah let, let's fix that <laughs> um so yeah so i mean I, i'm i'm really interested to see i mean obviously we know it, it ties into the rebel assault which apparently next episode we get our x-wings and so freaking exciting <laughs> um <laughs> Cue dance music. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to have to go up against some Defender Elites um, in the next thing and everything, too. Um, but yeah, we get uh, Ezra's voice acting skills um, back <laughs> in this episode. 
<laughs> he gets to try to <laughs> That was perfect. I love it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, and my thing is, is like, they keep doing that. But has it worked? Yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> So he ended up, he did it in one of the earlier episodes, almost got them killed. And they're like, oh, well, Ezra, you're up again. It's like, when well, did this- it's a trope, though. It's a Star Wars thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, the first, very first episode, we got Han, you know. Um, yeah. Hi, there's no problem down here. Yeah, the, you know, no no issues here, you know. How, and how are you? How are you doing? <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> it's just kind of a thrown in thing like, haha, they're doing it again because it's right. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I enjoy it. It It cracks me up every time. Especially the way that they have to make Ezra's character look on there in order to, like, the, all the stretching and everything <laughs> he was doing with it. It was so cool. Like, I can imagine um, that I, I just blanked. Uh, Taylor Gray. Um, I can imagine him doing that in the booth or something like that. It's like, oh, those movements that you see? Yeah, he did that, actually. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I, I love I love any time that they do that. It never works. So it's just hilarious when they're like, oh, yeah, kid, you're up. Do your thing. It's like, okay, all right. I got this. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so cool. So what was one of your favorite moments in this episode? When Ezra saw his lightsaber there and instead of calling his lightsaber to him mm-hmm. or anything, you know, like trying to get it you know, whatever. He knew what was going to happen, and he let the guy fall into the furnace. That is what my favorite moment was. Oh, yeah. He watched him. Watched him. That was was not an accident. Just kind of relished Mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Which makes me wonder what kind of Ezra we're about to get. Um, What's happening with it. Because he's always struggled with the dark side. Well, dark side and light side. I mean, he's been back and forth more times than I can count. Um... But, I mean, that battle's obviously not over yet. Like, um, I actually wrote in my notes, he had some uh, Batman justice. <laughs> With, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. So, right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but, no, that was that was dark, though. Because, yeah. like, even though it made it look like it was an accident, at the same time, like, he sat there and watched it happen. I watched like, it, like, like, three or four times just to see if maybe I missed the him moving the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just to see if he did it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think he saw the opportunity and was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I, I'm interested to see what that means for his character. Because, I mean, in all honesty, it's still the Ezra Bridger saga. Um, I mean, that's what Rebels is. He is the main character. It's his story uh, for the most part. So how does that play into who Ezra is? Is there an Ezra lurking under the surface there that we don't know? Then maybe he's already gone to the dark side. I don't know. Like, it's just because, I mean, I don't feel like, well, I don't feel like he actually has already gone to the dark side just because he's still interested in helping people. Right. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he could be the closest we have to, I mean, what legends would be gray. I mean, obviously they're not canon, but at the same time, like somebody kind of wielding both. I don't know. Right. 
So that was definitely definitely a, a shaky moment for uh, Mr. Bridger there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, we had a couple of uh, cool call-outs in the episode, too. So Protocol 13. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Protocol 13 is um, Jeddah evacuation in mm -hmm. Rogue One, and it is terrifying. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, just think, you're an occupied planet, and all of a sudden, everyone who's been there for the longest time, it's or just, Empire, it, just gone. Order just to evacuate. leave. Yeah. Order to leave now, by the way, because mm -hmm. if you don't, you're left behind. <laughs> You'll turn to stardust. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And good old Vizago comes back. All that good stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't feel like there was really much to dissect out of the second part, except for Ezra's dark moment that he right. had. Right. Yeah. And, and then we have the rebel assault coming and everything. So, I mean, I mean, for the most part, it was a good episode. It I really thought. was. I, thought, I liked yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just wasn't like earth-shattering like the kindred right. was right no kindred was awesome <laughs> like i feel like i'm gonna go watch it again right after this to be honest <laughs> uh, just for fun but i mean like yeah like kindred was definitely my favorite out of the two for sure um but it was cool seeing the crew in action working together again and everything and, and working together closer and more in sync than i feel like they ever have um, because you always, I felt like in the earlier seasons, you always had one or the other who had an alternate agenda or something that they were like, oh, well, I can do this and do the thing I'm supposed to do instead of just staying on mission. Um, whereas in this, we see them, they go in, they infiltrate, they got it. Um, right. Even though it doesn't go exactly to plan, it's not because they didn't do something. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I like seeing them all in sync and everything yeah, so, yeah. I really I, they, they make a great team they, they become yeah. a great little space family oh yes thing. i love space family <laughs> i'm gonna miss space family when it's gone <laughs> but yeah so cool so did you have any final thoughts or anything on the uh episodes all right, guys, so that concludes our review for Kindred and Crawler Commandeers. Um, thank you guys for watching or listening. Um, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube, um, Kessel Run Weekly. Real simple to find. Um, where you can see all the goodness that we have available to you and more. Because um, we have some cool stuff coming up here in the near future. Um, we're really, really excited about. So definitely subscribe, and then you'll be the first to know. Um, if you want to check us out on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly, uh, and on our website, everywhere, KesselRunWeekly.com. Um, and so for this episode, my name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>